Love Talk Radio. Good morning, and thank you for joining us for another episode of A Crazy Dream. I am your host, Tanika, the CEO of From Mother's Garden. And today we have an amazing guest on. His name is King French Fame. He is a choreographer, a dancer, yes, yes, musician, artist, and lover of life. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Dope, dope vibes all around. Yes, definitely. So I wanted to get started by having you tell the people a little bit about what you currently do right now in your choreography uh, business and how you got started. Sure, definitely. So um, I'm originally from Money Earning Mount Vernon. You feel me? I'll be sure. That's, that's how we do it out here. Uh, moved to Tri-State area around 03, currently in uh, CT, but I travel to New York very, very often. I love my city. And uh, I, I started out just learning certain moves from my family. They kind of started me on that path. And then I started my professional training when I was 17, ballet, modern, hip-hop, anything, you name it. And then I also started getting my training the year after uh, with a lady who trained in Russia. Her name is Donna Bonacera. Oh, much thanks to her. Uh, and now I also do a lot of self-study. So I'm versatile in salsa, hip-hop, merengue, um, ballet, modern, any, almost anything, you name it. If I haven't learned it or danced it, it, it will take a short amount of time because if it's your craft, it's what you do. Currently, I choreograph for independent artists and also uh, celeb- celebrity artists uh, as, as well. I do promotional videos. Um, they have performances, uh, venues, video shoots, photo shoots, things of that nature. Um, it's all in my uh, line of work. And currently what, I, what, what will happen is they may have seen something from an Instagram post or on Facebook or possibly they've seen someone who's reposted a previous video that I've done on, on my feed. And they share it, and then they contact me and say, hey, listen, I think you'd be great for this. And then that's how we get started, and you create that awesome work of art for the people to enjoy. I love that. So a lot of times when I see YouTube videos, you know, it's just people having fun and dancing. But could you talk a little bit about training and how that's helped you in your practice? Certainly, certainly. So I know a lot of – so certain people on YouTube, they'll just post a video, and um, I think – I think I think that's great, but the biggest thing for me in my training, what taught me was um, at first it definitely wasn't always easy. Definitely, you know, uh, had a had a lot of you know grunt work to to go through. You know, it was it was tiresome. You're putting in you know um, a lot of hours. You know, and and you know it's it's all worth it. You know, especially for you know what you want. A lot of people are not willing to put the long hours in the time. And some people, you know, are um, street taught. Some people, you know, have the professional training. I was fortunate enough to uh, not necessarily have both, but to get both of those experiences. But I started off as a street dancer, but then I actually got professionally trained on the, on the stage. And so with that professional training, uh, definitely it shows you the business side of the industry and also the artist uh, side of the industry. So you, you definitely want to be knowledgeable in both areas so that if you are in this line of work, you're not uh, getting jipped per se. You're not getting screwed over because essentially it is a business and you have to understand the business side. So it, it helped me understand all aspects and essentially it's helped me to 
just be knowledgeable in how energy all the process comes about and, you know, helps you yeah. be more more prosperous. Yeah, so you talked a little bit about the business side because a lot of times we think that because I am the, a creative person and I have this product, people are going to buy it. But what would you say to people? Yeah, you know, because I, I mean, even me, like, you know, I started making my products, and I was like, people are going to buy it. I make these great products. And it's like, no, you have to market. You have to promote. You know, there there are licenses. There's all these different, there are all these different factors that we don't consider. So what would you say to the person who loves to dance, who wants to get into this realm of work? What would you say to them about handling their business and making sure that they cover that end of the process? Okay. Here's the thing. I've had seen um, many, many a dancer perform, do a video, and the most biggest thing is sometimes it could be people who are quite frankly not that not that talented, but because they had a face and they capitalized on a certain moment, a certain music, a certain a certain uh, uh, aesthetic, they have now took to made that took that to their advantage, and now they've benefited from that. So. What what a friend of mine has has said. He they call him J J Kwan. He was the devil for Odell Beckham. He said you have to maximize on the opportunity. And so I'm just quoting him. He said maximize on the opportunity. So let's say you did a job. I don't know. Let's let's say in East East New York, right? East New York, or in or in Florida, Miami. After you just finished doing that job, you might want to see who's in that circle. For the next one, so you always want to be, you know, thinking, thinking ahead. And here's the thing: with people, they don't want to be sold, but they love to buy. I'm, I'm just gonna say that again because maybe just might want to somebody said, people, people don't like to be sold, but they like to buy. So if they if they think they can buy you, and I'm not talking to as in terms of ownership or in property, but as you as a person, your authenticity, your authenticity you know, uh, how you operate, how you function, and what it is you do, your purpose, and whatever it is that you have to offer, then they're more willing to buy from you. So mm-hmm. I just say it like that. Yeah, so I'm wondering, you know, as a child, you know, because, you know, as children we have these things that we love to do, and people are like, oh, that's cute. You know, who was it that nurtured that gift that you had and saw the potential in you to actually pursue this, this field? Or, you know, like how did that come about? Definitely. So um, once my uh, my two my two aunts they they saw a little a little dancer. My aunt she was a um, she she was a dancer. Aunt Joni. So she she had taught me a couple a couple lessons. I remember in in Harlem. Um, I I could have been either seven seven, maybe maybe six, and uh, it was I know it was a couple of ballet classes. But then I remember I stopped. But then. Um, I remember one Easter, we were all sitting in the living room, and this is in um, Rochelle, and New Rochelle, and we were making Easter eggs, you know, for Easter. And my aunt, my aunt Stacy, she had taught me how to do the Harlem Shake. And I'm not talking about the Harlem Shake where everyone's doing the the, the techno music. I'm talking about the original Harlem Shake. A shout out to uh, Hype Girl. She knows who I'm talking about. Um, and that's and that's how I got started. So she she saw she saw what I what I can do, and belief is a powerful thing. So because they believed in me, it encouraged me to believe in myself. And so here we are. Nice, I love that. 
so, you know, as we grow a lot of times, we are surrounded, like our circle changes. Would you say that, you know, as you've been getting more attention and more recognition, you've been finding it, you know, like you keep seeing people around you, or do you find that you're starting to, you know, gravitate or have more, different people gravitate towards you? Okay, so the, I, I like that, that how you asked that question because um, I believe that every artist or just people, people in general, they don't have to be artists, but they all go through that. People either gravitate towards them or their circle or, or their sphere of influence uh, changes. So I, I can say, you know, as as I was younger, I definitely um, kind of, I, I pretty much stayed, stayed to, to myself. I guess you could say I was just focused on, on, on my craft and just finding out what it is that I wanted to do. And as I as I got older, you know, spheres of influence definitely change. But as you as you got as you get more more recognition, definitely you know, people people start to gravitate towards you. And what you have to realize is it good energy, is it bad energy? Is there is there is there room for something to grow? And 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 is it hazardous to you or is it beneficial? Because not everybody who gravitates towards you is 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 a good is a good, uh, a good plant. Yeah. So, so like, I actually just. Hmm? So you, you definitely want to make sure that you, you know, you're rooted and good ground. Those who are around you are not thorns trying to take you out or take you down. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I actually just did a post about this on the crazy, a crazy dream Instagram page. You talked about energy. So how would you say that you can identify that energy that is interested in helping you grow? Like, how do you decipher or discern? who to keep around, and who to let go. What are some of the signs that you look for? Okay. So some of the signs that I look for is, one, they say that they're going to do what they're going to do, especially, you know, what they say to others or to what they say to themselves. Um, especially if they feel like they're confident enough in what they do, they should, they should offer value. They should cultivate um, relationships, even when they don't need anything in return. So that, that good energy, you should be able to spot it, you know, almost you could say like from, from a mile away, even just from a phone call, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things where people perceive it may not be always, always on the up and up, but as, 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 as far as recognizing that good energy, you know, you want to look for people who celebrate other people's success. You know, that energy wants to, wants to annihilate that success. They, they want to, uh, be a, be a critic and say, well, this and this and that, and they got this just because they were lucky. They didn't work hard for it. They were an overnight success. That's that's bad energy. That's bad energy. Or or someone who is envious. You 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 can, nine times out of ten you can go with your gut, or or you can just see it as you as you as you gain more more experience. You can see like a red flag. You know you you can talk to somebody for sixty seconds, sixty seconds to maybe one twenty. And you sh- you should know whether or not you want to move any further uh, with them, you know. And and a lot of times too, you know, people with with, with bad energy, um, you can get a sense they want to take take advantage. You know, if anything, they should all uh, want to move up upward upward. You know, if that bad energy it's almost like the the uh, cracker barrel. If you if you getting up, they try to bring you back down. And the reason they had that mentality is because they were brought up that way. They were they were brought up that way. They 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 can only they can't celebrate you because you grew up in the same neighborhood they were from. So 
so they feel they're entitled to the same thing instead of working for that energy. So Yeah. So, you know, when you're an artist and you're starting out, a lot of times any job seems like a good job. You know, what are the things that you look for in the clients that you take on or in the the people that you partner with for your choreograph- choreography services? You know, okay. yeah. So a lot of things what I look for is I definitely look for just the quality of how they approach because on however they approach you is however they approach their music, their way of lifestyle. So you have to ask yourself, do I want to be associated with this, you know what I mean, for future events, or or is this just a one-time gig, moving move and hopping? You definitely want to check out the professionalism. You definitely want to see um, is it is it a, a pay gig or – or, or exposure because definitely when you're when you're starting out a lot of people will will try that card for you um, exposure, but it, it is very different when you've been training for a while when you're when you're professional you're getting paid for what you know what you do the only time that it's it's not it's not it's not a payment there should be a mutually exclusive benefit meaning both sides both parties benefit from whatever transaction or whatever the exchange is, whether it be exposure. I don't even want to use the word exposure. I think the word should be like just removed from the whole from the, from the whole industry outlook. Whatever it is that they do, this there should be an equal or even greater amount, you know, return. Maybe they can place you in a different venue. Maybe they can place you in a different segment. They can get you seen where you're you have your credits. They can get you another gig or another job that is paid. So you, at the end of the day, you, you want to make sure that you're not getting jipped. And most certainly know your value. Know your value. If you know you have this thing, you know, pay your dues, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? If you know you, you pay your dues, know your value, and just, and just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. I love that you talk about value because I think a lot of times we forget what we bring to the table because we're so hungry or thirsty to be seen. We forget. Mm. Yeah. You know, like we forget that we bring a lot to the table that we have a lot to offer. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as artists, you know, a lot of times I think artists from what I've seen get taken advantage of because we see things or offer things as opportunities, but oftentimes we're not benefiting from it and other people are. I'm so glad you said that. I just want to touch on something real quick with that. Um, Today, even maybe about two hours ago, someone had um, someone had contacted me, and they said, "Hey, listen, you know, I would love for you to do this to my challenge, and I'll and I'll be posting." Okay, that's cool. Now here here's here's two two of the things. One one, you know, uh, you see charge. If you if you're not paying, what else are you offering? You know what I mean? You just you just can't take what someone's worked so hard for. And just put someone else's content. There has there has to be the value, like you know, like we had mentioned earlier. And so, I had replied back. I said, okay, so if you want me to do this, so and so. All right. So is there a way that me and whoever you're with, you know, can perform? Da 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 da. Because that would that would work. No response. Nothing. So that's so that's cool. At, at the end of the day, I, I realized you can you can only but do so much. 
So once once you've you've played your your cards, it's up to them to either you know put down their cards to say, hey, listen, let's let's work, or or from there you just walk away. You you walk away. There will always be opportunities, but you have to take the right opportunities with the right people. Yes. So so you know we talk about the right opportunities with the right people. So what was your first job, and how did that come about? Like, what, when did you take that first step and say, I'm going to do this choreography, and I'm going to take on this deal, and I'm just going to do it? My first job was when I had did training. After I had trained with the woman who had trained in Russia, I believe to – what did we start doing? We started doing performances. So we would do a certain amount of dances, and we started performing in 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 town. And what happened was the the payment was was it was good for for them because you know at that at that time it was still you know you're you're still growing you're still learning okay fine. However, it was it was the feeling and just the 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 future rewards that that you were just you know feeling from from everyone else when everyone was coming to you. Oh. Great job, that was great. Oh my gosh, you touched me. I've never seen anybody move like that. Can you can you teach me all? Um, you know, can I can I can I can I schedule you for this? Or we're thinking about having this. Would you like to? You know, and even even after that, I believe one at this a cup. I, I was doing an event for 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 kids for Thanksgiving. I was get I was getting paid paid for that. Um, I had to teach teach um, hip hop lesson and uh, also do do a performance. And I'll, I'll never forget this. The kid came up to me and he goes, "Can I have your autograph?" And I'm looking around like, "Is he? Is this kid? Really, is he talking to me?" <laughs> yeah. And so I said, "I said, okay. I said, let me let me just get a pen." So I, so I signed a paper and I said, "Listen, I said, I said you keep dancing." I said, "And don't and don't give up." So that's 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 when I knew I was like. Okay, this is this is bigger than me now. This is this is bigger than me now. People people that I've only met for forty five minutes want, want want my autograph, and then and and it's just like wow, you actually have an impact. You actually have influence, and it's only right that as as an artist and 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 someone who is passionate about their craft uses that influence to influence others because we need more positivity. We need that. Yeah. What would you say to, you know, you know, just thinking about what you said, like it being bigger than you, because I know that a lot of people are very uncomfortable dancing and very uncomfortable with movement and just moving their bodies. You know, what would you say to people who are uncomfortable with moving and like, what would you, what like inspiration could you give them to just feel free and just be in that moment, you know, when it comes to dancing and just moving? Well, you know, inspiration that I would, I would give them, you know, people who feel uncomfortable is, you know, Get out of yourself, because once once you start moving, you 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 forget about it. You know, um, a, a lot of times we forget that dance, you know, is a language that we all understand. So, you know, you may be feeling uncomfortable. You may feel like you're not in the right vibe or the right space, but start to move around, and everything starts to make sense. Believe me, tried it, <laughs> tried it again. You know, it doesn't fail. So now I'm thinking about, you know, like you talked about that little that little child, that little person coming up to you mm-hmm. and asking for your autograph. 
you know, like a lot of times when we start to get notoriety and recognition, we sometimes get caught up in ourselves. If you watch reality TV, it's all about the ego, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about me, me, me. Like, how do you see yourself giving back to your artistry and to your work? Okay, definitely, you know, with the notoriety and just getting more and more known and more recognized, um, giving back, I always look, I always look for opportunities just to, um, just to give, give, give back, you know, give back to the community, whether, whether it be, you know, volunteering, possibly just showing up to a performance for, for other, you know, other kids or other people that, that I know definitely, or just, just support. Sometimes just being behind the scenes. Sometimes all it takes is just being there, just just giving, you know, your, your time. And what I realized for me, you know, what's really helped me is just, you know, staying, staying humble. You know, I really, I really believe that that's the key, key element. I know there are plenty of people who are out there doing, doing their thing, but I, I will I will say this. For your journey, it is important for you to be confident. You have to be confident. There's no other way. However, you know, let other people say you're this or or you're that. Never never exalt yourself because you will be humbled. So I always believe in, you know, um being humble, giving back to the community, other people who are less fortunate. All all the time I'm looking for opportunities to do that. So it's definitely important to me. Yeah, so I know, you know, you talked about Mount Vernon, and I know Mount Vernon has a lot of violence, a lot of poverty. You know, what are some things that you think would help in that community that could be, you know, maybe creative or things that, you know, might help to create unity in the community, things that could help to bring more uh, united, you know, thinking and living in that in that area? Well, definitely. When I was, um, when I was a kid, um, I remember going to a, a block party. And it was along the side of um, downtown Mount Vernon, and we had uh, we had Team Ducky Fresh, me me and my pops, and um, he had me on his shoulders, and we were jumping. And, and Ducky Fresh, you know, he was just he was going in, he was killing it. And um, ever ever since that day, you know, it just made me smile. Like wow, so there are people, you know, out here, you know, spreading that unity and positive, positivity in the community. And I think as for now. Um, Definitely, you know, revamp the after-school programs. You know, get, give kids the arts. Yes, they have to have math, writing, and, and English and learning um, as well. But definitely give them the arts. Give, give them time to, to explore, you know, that other part of, of their brain. Um, definitely more community events, maybe, maybe more um, holiday events, maybe there's more things for the kids. Gives them that that freedom, that right to express themselves, whether it be in the parks, the playgrounds, uh, city hall, you know. Um, there's definitely a lot of ways to to do that, especially in, in the schools, because they're there for that many hours. Why not have an, an hour or two where they just get to let loose? All, all that learning is is great, but they have to have a way to retain the information. So why not give them something to to you know ease their mind, you know, enhance hence the, the culture because mm-hmm. a, a lot of the kids they're only doing what they're taught but they're never taught to do what they want they're always saying go for their dreams but they're not taught how to go for their dreams you know what i mean yeah like an actual roadmap. like these are the steps you take you know yeah. laying it out for you what would you say you know to the child who might be listening or who might listen or even the adult you know what would you say to them 
as a way to get started as a choreographer, to so that person who has that burning desire to do this. Okay, so getting started, you know, as a choreographer, you you definitely want to um, look look around, like look around where you are in that present moment. Take a knee. I don't whether it be if you're in a town, you're in a city, or you're in that you're in that state. So I I always say it like this. Start in your city, right? Now they have they have the the old saying, you know, you know, a prophet is not welcome in his own home. So if if your if your city is not you know giving you that strong you know background, go to go to a different town. They may they I'm pretty sure they'll show you a lot more love, you know, uh, for you. But you you definitely want to get yourself um, out there. If you if you don't have a brand, you don't have have a logo. The easiest way of promotion, word of mouth, word of mouth. And and honestly, um, I I remember this man that they call him Eric Thomas. You know, you only succeed as bad as you want to breathe. So if you really want it, you will will find a way. And oftentimes, when you get started on that path, you'll start to see signs and direction, and it gets easier. It gets easier, but but you have to be willing to work. Otherwise, there's no point. Yeah. You talked about, you know, being willing to work, and, we, you know, I want to talk about this because a lot of times people see you succeeding or what they think of as succeeding, but they don't see the things that go on behind the scenes. They don't see the stress. They don't see the struggle. They don't see all the work that goes on before mm-hmm. you get to that performance or before you get to that product. Definitely. You know, what, yeah, like, could you talk a little bit about, I, yeah. Definitely can. So um, I remember early this year, out in March, I had a performance out at uh, Rockies. And um, shout out to Spliff Star, you know, dope, dope guy. He's alongside the <laughs> Mr. Rhymes. Yes, yes. So I remember doing this performance. And before the performance, everybody else is out there doing anything, hype, hype energy, hype, hype energy. So being surrounded by all of that, it's just like, wow, you either got to bring this or, you know, you you go home. So I remember going outside of the, of the spot, of the place, of the venue, and I just had to take a couple of deep breaths and just like, you know, listen, pull yourself together. Either this is what you do or you don't, and that's, and that's it. And I remember walking back in with this, overwhelming confidence. It was almost unreal. Like you, you could think I own the place. That's how that's how ridiculous it was. And so I remember getting on there, performance and dancing. When I tell you the whole place was jumping, the whole place was jumping. Everybody in the hand, drinks in the air, they was all rocking rocking to it. And so they could definitely feel the the serious vibes that were that would be given off from from um me dancing and just and just the energy. And also, you know, with 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 that work, I remember one. I remember actually a couple summers, if not almost every every summer, up in at least yeah, almost every summer. I guess you could say since starting my my uh, my my training, I remember going outside maybe in the afternoon in the summer when the sun was up, so the sun was down, and I wouldn't I wouldn't come inside until it was late at night. And even I can even remember when it was cold outside, towards even in the winter, put my coat on, 
and just go outside and dance all day, you know. And, and people say, well, really? You had to dance all day just so you can look like, well, you know what? At the end of the time, at the end of the day, you know, it's it's up to you for what, what you want. You have to be willing to put in, put in that work. And, again, I think there's this thing where it says you got to put in 10,000 hours in order to be um, successful. I think that's how, much, how many hours the Beatles put in before they they um, were successful or how they mastered each musical element. So where they were, you know, hitting uh, ridiculous records and, and and breaking serious records, you know, on the Billboard. So you, yeah, definitely. It's like about 10,000, 10, 10,000 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nice. So, yeah, I definitely believe what you just said. That was ten, I don't know exactly what that adds up to in years or what that would equate to, but I definitely, you know, I saw that something that said, you know, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. And mm-hmm. I thought about it, and I was like, I started my business seven years ago, and I'm only now starting to really see things, you know, becoming a reality. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like, you've been dancing since you were a child, you know, and so people, mm-hmm. they might think, like, oh, I just see you on YouTube or Instagram, but it's like, no, you've been working behind the scenes. Exactly. You've been working on your craft. Mm-hmm. And working and, on your craft, yeah. Yeah, and, and the, the biggest thing for that is um, – it's almost it's almost like wow here you are but it's almost as if when you when you are ascending into your purpose and to everyone wanting to you have them on your on their music video or on their on their scene you have to you have to look back and say listen you put you you put in the work so you are now receiving you know the benefits of of you know putting 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 in that work, it's like I had mentioned earlier. Twenty seventeen is a huge year. I can't I can't make this stuff up. I cannot. And if people uh, don't want to leave it, that's okay because at the end of the day, they will watch on the sidelines. But twenty seventeen is is huge. It's 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 a huge year for those you know who've been you know putting in extensive work. They they've been grinding. They've been working behind the scenes. And 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 now it's getting you know brought to to uh, fruition. So it's just it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, and what you just said is really true. Like I work with an astronomerologist named Lloyd Strayhorn. Everyone, please check him out. You know Lloyd Strayhorn, but he said that 2017 is a year of reaping. You know, it's a year of becoming independent. It's a year of seeing what you've been working on come to fruition. And mm-hmm. what you said is true. You know, you've been reaping. You've been working behind the scenes, and it's time to you know, now start to actually see, you know, that vision become a reality. So I'm really, yeah, definitely. I'm really love, I really enjoyed having you on the show. I have one last question, actually. So you talked about ballet. So tell me, because all men are like, I'll never do ballet, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah, like a lot, but Tupac did ballet too, and people, a lot of people don't know that. And I'm like, you know, could you just tell people, just, you know, like how being open has helped you, you know, like how being open and the experience has just helped you get where you are. Definitely. So, yeah, so for all my uh, my gentlemen out there, uh, ballet is cool, okay? You got NFL superstars who take ballet class. So if you think you could do something, you know where to find me, all right? You know what I'm saying? Uh <laughs> 
Ballet, ballet, ballet is what's up, and I'll be the first one to say that. Everyone else who um, doesn't think so or think not, okay, you are, you are entitled to your own, own opinion. I will give you that. However, as the foundation of dance, among many other styles, um, um, predating before I was even here, it's 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 influential. It's, it's definitely something that can that can elevate anyone in any aspect of your life. Nice. I love it. So could you tell everybody where to find you, King French Fame, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube? Definitely, definitely. Okay, so for those of you who are on YouTube, if you can just at me, so it's just at King French Fame, K-I-N-G-F-N-C-H-F-A-M-E. That's for YouTube. Same thing for Instagram. It's at King French Fame. K-I-N-G-F-R-E-N-C-H-F-A-M-E. Same thing for Twitter. Um, as for Facebook, I'm sure you can just type, yeah, you can type that in, and then my 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 uh, profile will, will pop up. Also, check out the page. It's the same. It's the same name. Pretty much, if you just go on Google <laughs> at King Prince Fame, you pretty much will find all my social uh, media media links. I do I do go by uh, French for most people. So definitely uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, follow me. First, but first, before you follow me, please uh, message me on how you found me. Definitely on a crazy dream. Okay, so please let me know who you are because I don't accept this anybody. So uh, definitely know where you found me on this awesome, awesome, awesome site. And, you know, definitely if you are a fellow dancer, choreographer, producer, AR, PR, uh, message me. I, I definitely see a line of work. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We'll definitely check in with you in the future. Everybody listening, you can find this interview at the Crazy Dream YouTube channel and across our social media outlets, also including a Crazy Dream on Instagram, a Crazy Dream 36 on Twitter, Crazy Dream on Facebook. King French fame, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for sharing your experiences. Yes, yes. And I look forward to seeing you in 2017. Definitely. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye.